Well, hello and welcome everybody to American Pulse. My name is Brian. This is Jay. And we are here to bring you a topic on the unspoken truths. Now, before we get started into a lot of all that, you know, we listen to or we've been watching, we've been seeing things that are happening in Cuba and what America has done across across the world, really. And, uh, you know, it's really hard to watch what is occurring right now in a country that is over 60 years been under a communist regime. And we watch and we see these young men and women standing up. Now, if you listen to what I just said, young men and women standing up, flying the American flag proudly in Cuba, wanting freedom of what they think that we have right now, which is what we're losing slowly and slowly each day because of a regime which we call the Democratic Party has starting to take over and take away the rights and the freedoms of the American people. This is, not, this is not right, people. This is wrong. And we're watching Cuba go through it. Right now, I have... Right now, I have Jay. He's standing right here. He's sitting right here waiting, and he's ready to show this clip of Ronald Reagan and what he brought forth and he spoke about. So please sit back, listen, and watch and hear what he says. Because it still holds true today. And so. it still, to this moment, is a fact of the matter. If we look to the answer... As to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high. But we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bella Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small-town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, 
those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Now was in 1981. He said, uh, "It's and no, there's no, no other place in this in in this world like it is here. We are blessed to have these freedoms, and we see too many people taking that for granted, want to throw it all away. For what? Because." They don't like someone's tweet. They don't like someone's because there was an outsider that came in and shook things up. You want they want to have uh, to have power any way any any way they can. No, we're we're free. You know, we're we're <laughs> we have freedom. We have everybody, everybody in this country's got rights. And everything is worth fighting for. Standing up for. We do have power. A lot of power. We don't have to use guns. Use our voices. Use our votes. Use our, make our, our voices heard. Put pressure on these leaders that want to, you know, do harm to us. Watch us. Put us under their thumb. Because that's what's happening. They're watching us. And they're they're censoring a lot of people. Targeting their political enemies. They're working with some of the big tech companies to do this. Colluding with them. That's illegal. We need to stop it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we watch and we listen. If you're not paying attention, you're not seeing it. To our younger generations, look at what's happening in another country. Watch and observe. Hear their voice. Hear those young men and women in the Cuba wanting and desiring and looking at America as a free country. And right now, this young generation here wants everything for free. They're wanting freedom. There's two different things. Freedom, to be able to have a choice. They don't have that. They're being executed on their streets. Point blank range. They are being shot right now as we are sitting here in freedom in a country where you have a choice. Yeah. But they don't have a voice. We have that voice, but it's being taken away slowly from the Democratic Party and the Socialist Party, the Communist Party. And that's where we need to stand as the American pulse as the American people of this country. I wouldn't even say it's just Democrat. It's, it's, it's the establishment party. It's the establishment that are working and not, well, not, not doing anything about it. The, yes, technically, the Democrats are in power because they have the numbers as right now. By a slim margin, and they're eating, they're taking advantage of every opportunity they get. And but that's going to come around. That's going to you know eventually it'll turn around. But our weak need Rhino Republicans that too are just as guilty because they're letting them get away with this. They're yes. not standing up for we the people. So in my mind, they're 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 just as bad. 
No, I don't deny exactly what you're saying. Like I say, I mean, I, I even bring that up in a lot of things that I talk about at other times. Uh-huh. And I say, you know, there are the Republican side, the rhinos, as we as we speak of, that are as at fault because doing nothing sometimes is or is just as bad as doing what the Democratic leftist party is doing right now. And we're being hurt, the working class, the people of America, the patriots, the God-loving men and women of this country that love our flag, that love our God, that have and want the Constitution and our rights kept. Yeah. I mean, we got patriots that are being held, you know, without bail, without, you know, for the January 6th, um, just because they happen to be there. And they right. happen to be wearing a Trump shirt. Um, I mean, it, it's it's it, it's ridiculous. It's fascism, basically. You know, it's 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 just it. <laughs> well, they've already arrested two grandmothers. They arrested a mother and their kids. And this is what the Democratic Party right now—the Pelosi and the Schumer, the AOC that is standing there when AOC wasn't even there, but she's preaching and she talks about how she was in such this, you know, trauma. She wasn't even there, but this is so trauma, traumatic for AOC. Well, that whole group, that whole group, they're part of, they're part of the Democrat socialist, um, regime. Or or, was it? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a group of them. It's AOC, it's uh, Omar, it's... Julian Omar, um, yeah. You know, there's about six or seven of them that are part of this, at least least that many. But yet Pelosi and Schumer are just right there with it. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I mean, we're talking and we go into it. I mean, we can flow right on over right now, Jay. I mean, mean, this is something that I'd like to get into later. I mean, I just wanted, I really wanted to open up with, Ronald Reagan and that talk of what it really relates and pertains right. to what is happening in this country right now, but yeah. yet it goes that far back to where he already made a speech and now we're being affected. And so is the rest of the world because yeah. exactly what you said a little bit ago, the other places are watching us. Why? Because they other, their people love what America's, I should say, used to stand for. And it's time for we, the people to take it back. Yeah. Well, you know what they're, they're, they're chanting, they're, they're chanting freedom in Cuba, but you know, over in France, you know, what they're chanting over there. Liberty. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be like America. But now they're kind of now the ones that have come from those places are here, even young and old, and the ones that have lived through those times are sitting there saying they're scared for America now. They're here because they are watching this like a movie from the past for them. But yet, yeah, our young generation has absolutely no clue. Eyes shut is what they are. Eyes shut. Reality does not exist. But it's not just young people. It's 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 older people too that they just have a head their, their their head in the sand going along. Oh, it doesn't affect me. Oh, it doesn't affect me. I don't really care. Do what you want. Pretty well, soon, pretty soon that's knocking on your door. Look at your gas prices. Look at your heating bills. Look at your you know your energy. It's increasing the inflation that's that's happening right now. They don't talk about that. No, it's coming because it hasn't hit their pocketbook. But it, when it does, they're gonna they're gonna freak out. But I agree. I don't. I did not deny that there are older generation either. But it's the younger generation that you, myself, have to depend on as we get older. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. screwed. Yeah. <laughs> they continue this way. We're screwed. Yeah. If we follow the AOC, the Kamala Harris, 
the Elian Omar. This is what this country is going to turn into, which is Cuba, China. Yeah, it's it's one one rule for we, another one for they. That's all it is. Yeah. But we can move on, Jay. I mean, I know you're a lot of it is in our we got two different areas that we really you really big into one and both of us are into another, but I'm cool with any of it. I want you to lead off with your end. I do believe it's probably let me think, a little bit of ESPN uh fraud. Oh no, no, no. No, um Oh, my my ESPN days. Are, I don't. I don't watch that. <laughs> that corporation. Uh, that one corporation there. No. <laughs> you know what? We're going to talk about a little bit of uh, election. What's going on? What's what's all the? Are we getting any hubbub on on the, on this twenty twenty election that apparently just won't go away? Because there's um, there are some shenanigans that are being exposed lately, and it's no. yeah, according wow. to MSNBC, there's nothing to be nothing to see here. According to CNN, oh no, that's all lies, the big lie, right? Hey, 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 hmm. can you tell me what it might be? We got a whisper like Biden. Shh. It's a secret. Well, the the, the, big, the big lie is that. That, that guy in the White House. That's the big lie right there, how we got there. Oh, is that the unspoken truth? It's right. Oh, there uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, pretty soon, you know, when you got propaganda, it's nice and shiny. And we can all, looks good. After a while, the truth kind of has a way of... Uh, Throwing a monkey wrench into the those those plans. So let's uh let's take a listen to what what Tucker has to say here. Just Tucker Carlson, you know I I don't watch Fox all that much anymore, but I tell you what he's he does he does he does some good things right now here. So hey, you also you we all kind of went against him for a while too way back during the election. We but- did. You know he's 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 jumping back and he's starting to see his credit. He's coming back a little bit. Yeah, I'll give him credit. That's fine. Okay. So all right, now we're gonna we're gonna split this up a little bit. So I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but it's kind of hard. But you know we'll see here. Well, it's good all the way through. Is one of the best known actors in the world. We talked to him at great length. We thought we're gonna be talking about politics. But then it took a direction we didn't expect and that we've been thinking about ever since. That interview's next. Oh, shoot. Wait a minute. Oh, we all my. like a good commercial. We Well, we do, and I forgot to rewind it. Oh, my God. Oh, we darn. Well, here we go. Here's air number one. All right. The voter fraud affected the outcome. Okay. Depending on who you ask, the building contains evidence that either confirms or refutes the claim. Then voter fraud affected the outcome of the 2020 election in the state of Georgia. Georgia is a place that Joe Biden won by fewer than 13,000 votes. That warehouse holds more than 140,000 absentee ballots. Now, what's interesting is that for reasons that are difficult to understand, Fulton County officials have refused to let the public see any of these ballots. An attorney called Bob Cheeley has been pushing for transparency. He's filed suit for the right to see those ballots. He hasn't seen them all yet, but what he's found so far demands an explanation. All of us, no matter who you voted for, should want to hear that explanation. You can't have a democracy if the public doesn't believe election results. Increasingly, many people in this country don't believe them. The solution to that problem, and it's a significant problem, is not to scream at these people, call them lunatics, or throw them in jail. The solution is to tell the truth about what happened. The only way to restore trust in our system is with facts. So what are the facts about the election in Fulton County, Georgia? Well, here's the official version. In May, the chairman of the Fulton County Board of Commissioners, a man called Rob Pitts, explained that it was not necessary to look at the ballots. In fact, it was ridiculous even to ask to look at the ballots because there had already been plenty of recounts and all the recounts reached the same conclusion. 
Here's what Pitt said, and if it sounds familiar as you hear it, that's because so many other people in authority have been saying pretty much the same thing. I mean, I'm really baffled about this. Uh, what do they want? We've had three counts already. The election in Fulton County, Georgia, they were open, they were fair, and they were transparent. The votes have been certified, the, elections have, the election has been certified, so it's over. This will be the fourth one, and I can guarantee you that the results will be, of this one, will be ex just like the results were for count one, count two, and count three. No change. I'll, again, our elections are open, fair, and transparent. I can guarantee you. We already know what happened. We've counted those same ballots four times. The election's been certified. Stop already. And that's the argument that Fulton County has used in court to keep those ballots locked away in a warehouse. Except it's not true. It now appears there actually was meaningful voter fraud in Fulton County, Georgia last November. Hold that's on. a conspiracy theory. Okay. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... By what you and I and many other patriots have sat there and have talked about, and we're told that we are conspiracy theorists and yep. liars and and crooks and and racists and everything else in this because of how the election we said, and we never went out and looted. We didn't go out and destroy vehicles. We didn't burn down no buildings. We didn't do any of these things that the left did. Yeah, but back in 17, they did, yeah. But yet now, now, the truth starts to flip. Do you hear, how many people have actually listened to the news, actually, and have heard anything that the Democratic Party, the left, they stay hidden now. And right now, they're really hiding. This, this here is proof yeah that's what i said that the, the truth has a way of uh, you know karma coming yeah yeah karma she's 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 whoo i'm not gonna say it i'm trying to be a good boy tonight <laughs> Woo. Uh -huh. okay here we go moving on tried to be fact-based when we talk about the 2020 election results so here's what we know tonight, factually. At least 36 batches of mail-in ballots from the November election were double counted in Fulton County. That's a total of more than 4,000 votes. Those numbers come from a group called Voter GA, which along with Bob Cheely sued to get them. The final tally from the double counts we know about amounts to more than 3,300 votes for Joe Biden and 865 votes for Donald Trump. Now, before you dismiss Bob Cheely and Voter GA as dishonest partisan actors, keep in mind that the strongly left of center Atlanta Journal-Constitution appears to agree with this, at least in outline. The newspaper reviewed the available digital ballot images independently and concluded that hundreds of ballots were improperly duplicated. What does that look like exactly? Well, here's what it looks like. At a press conference yesterday, a consultant with Voter GA called David Cross showed how we can be certain that votes in Fulton County were counted more than once. Watch. What I'm gonna show you here is two ballots side by side. One of them is marked for Jason Shaw, it's got a little swivel mark next to it. You can see it's got the identical mark on the second one. And the ballot image is stored up here on the top left. So this one over here is scanner 5162, that's scanner number three, batch number 235, image number 19. And that matches 234, image 59. So you have the same ballot counted twice in the images and counted in the audible. How that's possible, I don't know. How's that possible? I don't know. Every American should want to know because the answer gets to the heart of the integrity of our elections, otherwise known as our democracy. We're not talking about a couple of ballots here. We're talking about a lot of ballots, at least hundreds of ballots involved, enough potentially to affect the outcome of the election. Here's another example. 
Here's one last one. All right, so same batch, number 234, image number two, and 235, image number 61. Republican, 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 Republican. All the way down to the point where this little spot up in Fanny Woods matches this one over here. There's no question that that ballot was counted twice. So what's the explanation for this? Well, if you ask Fulton County, these discrepancies, the ones you just saw on the screen, were isolated incidents. Just a handful of bad ballots happens all the time. The county claims that any errors were caught in previous recounts. The problem is that neither one of those claims is true. Surveillance footage obtained by voter GA appears to show large numbers of ballots being scanned multiple times. Pay attention in the tape we're showing you to the woman wearing yellow at the desk. According to voter GA, she slides ballots into a scanning machine, removes the ballots, and then reinserts the same ballots. This happens multiple times. The question is, how many times were those ballots counted? Was each vote counted more than once? Fulton County won't answer that question. Now, one way to know the answer would be to check what are called audit tally sheets. Tellingly, for months after the presidential election, Fulton County failed to provide more than 100,000 of those tally sheets, including 50,000 of them for mail-in ballots. When voter GA finally forced Fulton County to turn over the tally sheets, the conclusion was stunning. Here's what the audit found, quote, seven falsified audit tally sheets containing fabricated vote totals. For example, a batch containing 59 actual ballot images for Joe Biden and 42 for Donald Trump was reported as 100 for Biden and zero for Trump. The seven batches of ballot images with 554 votes for Joe Biden, 140 votes for Donald Trump, and 11 votes for Joe Jorgensen had tally sheets in the audit falsified to show 850 votes for Biden, zero votes for Trump, and zero votes for Jorgensen. Wait, did you just follow that? How is that not flat out criminal fraud? We'd love to know because it certainly sounds like flat out criminal fraud. Hold up, hold up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hold up. Go ahead, Jay. I mean, that's because it is. That's, that's, that's definite fraud. Come on. You don't you don't need to have a math major to, to, to figure that crap out. <laughs> Come on. That's uh, uh I'm glad you're not going all the way with that total to come on man. Yeah. Oh lordy. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, uh, you can't make it up, people. Yeah. We we stayed back. We've talked about it, but we didn't act upon it by going out and riding. Here it is. Mm -hmm. It was presented to the legislatures, to the courts. The courts didn't want to hear it. They didn't. They, they, the Democrats are saying that they, that they, um, that they lost all the court cases. There was no court cases looked at. No. They didn't look at the evidence. <laughs> they dismissed it on lack of standing or lack of they, they give some technicality to not to, just to pass it on. There was no court cases lost that were actually given a shot. So, I mean, there's a reason that they were doing these hearings. Those hearings that they did, that Giuliani and uh, uh, Ellis and present in you know, all the uh, affidavits in all these uh, states, they served their purpose. Because now, see, who who can change laws? Who can make laws in states? Come on, come on. The legislatures. It's not the governor. It's not the Secretary of State. It's not whoever else, the commissioner or whatever. No, it's the legislature, the state legislature. Mm -hmm. did, uh, did, did, did the states what, uh, that, follow, that uh, made the changes leading up to the, the election follow these rules and may make these uh, changes to the voting uh, rules that they had? With the drop boxes, with uh, the how many days after the election they could be and drop off ballots, was that 
pass through the, the legislature? I don't think so. Who who okayed that? Who circumvented that? It was the secretaries of state. It was the governors. That's unconstitutional because they can't they can't make that laws. Now, by presenting the cases to these various legislature bodies, they presented enough evidence and gave them all this evidence. These legislatures started to take a look and say, something doesn't seem right. I smell a rat here. Mm -hmm. So that's when these states, there's, I think there's, uh, I think it's up to 47 states now that have changed um, their voter integrity rules since the election. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. They can't do that, can they? Because I oh. mean, did you not? Did you not hear Biden and uh, Kamala Harris? I mean, it's infringing on on uh, oh. black and Asian people. Oh, because they because they they're not, they're not capable of um, of uh, getting an ID. Well, huh. didn't but 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 the problem is, Jay. Didn't you hear Kamala Harris? She says that the black community doesn't have a Xerox machine or a Kinkos or any place that they can take care of their faxing or. It was the rural people. It wasn't the black people. It was the rural well, people. But I mean, that's what she's identifying. That's uh -huh. what she's trying to push the wow. identity of it. That's that's yeah. the part that people are scared to say. Let's just oh. say what it is. Okay. It's racist on her part because she's not even a black woman. So <laughs> let's think about this for a sec. Okay. I got to say something about that, though, first about, about the Kinkos. Newsflash to, to Kamala. That went out of business 15 years ago. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, but with the times here, Kamala. Well, can I show you something? Yeah. I I got I got I got to show you this. Um, oh no. This is amazing. Uh huh. You know when you when you go down all this stuff and you think about all this stuff, what did Obama do back in his day? Well, he didn't do much he, good. Well, he, no. Well, no. But he did do the Obama phone, right? <gasps> Guess oh, what? Yeah. It's oh, a computer. Take a picture. Send it in. <laughs> Obama gave you the ability to do it for free. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it called like a... Uh, don't they have the freedom phones now, too? You know, I mean... Come on. Uh-huh. I mean, here it is. A phone. It's bigger than... It's bigger than Kinko. And these oh. cities, these rural areas, they don't have uh, their local library. They take, they, they'll take a picture, you know, they'll make a copy for you. How did they vote before? <laughs> How'd they get a driver's license? How'd they fly on a plane? Uh, I mean, if you're an illegal, they just send you. <laughs> well, how did they, um, well, how did they go to a ball game? How do you get tickets for a concert? You got to show an ID, right? Oh, I, I can't. Okay, I'm what sorry. Happens, what happens when you go to the doctor? Oh. Don't you got to show your ID there? Just saying. Hmm. You got to prove it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, you got to prove they, who you are. I mean, you know, doctor thinks hey. he's working on Sally and he's really working on Joe. Uh, you well, you want to you want to know something? Think about this one. This is a big one right now. What okay. they preach about <clears throat> when you go get your vaccine? Yeah, got to show your ID. Oh, but that's <laughs> racist, Brian. It's I. I'm sorry. I oh. apologize. <laughs> you know, I should not have said that. <laughs> you got to have an ID to get your vaccine. Oh my gosh, you got to identify who. Wait a minute. No way. This is really. <laughs> wow. Like you said, the unspoken truth, and you can't make this up. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's the unspoken. This is what what our... They want us to to believe. They think they can just hoodwink us, you know, know, to believe in whatever they tell us. We're just going to... They can tell us whatever they want, and we're going to go, oh, okay. I guess I'll live with that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, what's, what's, uh, what's yeah, let's, here with this? Yeah, let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> We've obtained photographs showing what went on during the recount process for mail-in ballots in Fulton County. These pictures were taken by a whistleblower who participated in the recount. She said she noticed something odd as she did. None of the ballots that she saw had any creases on them. You can hmm. see the stacks of unfolded ballots on your screen now. That's strange because, of course, mail-in ballots need to be bent in order to be mailed in. These ballots clearly had never been inside an envelope. And then the whistleblower noticed something else. All of the ballots, the whistleblower tells us, have been filled out by a printer, not by hand. Hmm. And many of them supported the exact same candidates. Must have went to Kinko's. Detected a series of other Kamala Harris Kinkos. The group's audit found, for example, that over 200 Fulton County mail in ballot images contained votes that were not included in the hand count audit results for the November election. Now, why is that? We don't know. Keep in mind, once again, the results in the state of Georgia were decided by fewer than 13,000 votes. It was a close race. Every vote mattered. And then there's this. An elections expert called Mark Davis analyzed data from the post office. He found that nearly 35,000 Georgia voters moved out of their county of residence more than a month prior to election day. They were ineligible to vote, and yet they did. They still voted in their old county. That is illegal. It's not a small thing. Violating election law is something we should care about. And by law, their vote should have been excluded from the total. Okay, hold up. Hold up. So now they voted in Georgia. Where else did they vote? Oh, that's been proven too. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So they voted in Georgia where they shouldn't have, but they went and voted somewhere else. That's twice. At least. Or three or four, just depending on where they what they did. And their dead family did too. Uh It's the walking dead. So I mean, well, we got one in the White House. It, well, yeah, but yeah, but go ahead. I just when I heard when you hear that, it's just like wow. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Facts right there in front of everybody's face. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats and the liberals and the far left just they think they got everybody stumped. They got a lot. Now, let's move to Arizona. They had a a hearing yesterday. Update on this audit. Um, Yeah, there's some bombshells here. Okay. That continues. State senators have asked the auditors to complete a machine recount of the number of ballots. One America's Christina Bob spent the day at the hearing and has an update. After months of investigating, the auditors still have not fully completed the audit, and today we know why. Maricopa County so poorly managed the election that their records are in shambles. So much so that ballot batch numbers are frequently repeated, chain of custody documents are missing, and there are no records of some of the mail-in ballots even being mailed. In fact, 74,243 mail-in ballots are received and counted with no record of ever having been sent by the county. Hmm. 11,326 voters were not in the November 7th voter rolls, but were listed on the December 4th voter roll and listed as having voted in the November 3rd election. The auditors were unable to give the Senate any plausible legal reason why those voters would not have been on the voter roll yet still showing up as having voted a month later. Additionally, we learned about several discrepancies in duplicate ballots, including the fact that many of them lacked serial numbers. President of the Senate, Karen Fan, appropriately stated that without serial numbers, it would be impossible to know how many times a ballot was duplicated. 
The ballots themselves were also the subject of many unanswered questions. 168,000 of them are printed on paper that the county claims they did not use. This could be a simple mistake or an indication of fraudulent ballots. There is still a lot of work left to be done. If you'd like to contribute to the efforts in other states to... <laughs> That's one network that does a, a great job at One American News. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, they're they're true patriots there. I think. Um, I watched that hearing yesterday, and I, I mean, they're still missing the passwords for the the and the routers for the the. You know, why are they hiding this? Why they? These uh, routers and everything were agreed upon by the county, Maricopa uh, County. They were going to cooperate with the Senate. They were doing the audit. They were subpoenaed. They still haven't done it. Apparently, the only ones that have access or with the passwords is Dominion representatives. So they don't even have control of their own election, the ballot, the counting, the ballots. Correct. None of the none of the states do. No. None of the and states used it. So, right now we're sitting with, which has already been shown that China was affiliated with it, Russia was affiliated with it, Europe was affiliated with, with mm -hmm. it, Germany was affiliated with our election. Mm -hmm. So. What are they hiding? They're hiding the unspoken truth. Well, and, and you know what? The, the, the Democrats are are uh, they're panicking. The you know, the, in fact, there is going to be calls for um, audits in all fifty states. I I believe coming soon. It's it, it was um, to to quote um, Boris Epstein. He was a he's a a lawyer and he's been on top uh, reporting uh, on throughout this uh, whole or ordeal. He calls it the the freight train of audits coming through. Now Pennsylvania is starting their a lot their their uh, audit. Uh, they're gathering information. Doug Masteronomy uh, uh, is calling for the, all the equipment, all the the, the proper um, information. He's and he's given a timeline of uh, three weeks by the end of, of July to produce it, and there's only two weeks left, and he still has not received it. Um, you got Michigan where they're they're fighting tooth and nail there. There again, it's see what in the, in these two couple states, actually in Arizona too. You got Republican leadership, meaning governor, secretary of state in in, in Georgia anyway, mm -hmm. that are covering this stuff up. This is mm -hmm. they need to lawyer up. They, there's some criminal stuff. Also, um, one senator from Arizona, after yesterday's hearing, said, I've heard enough. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm calling for um, the decertification right now. I've seen enough of this. This is That was enough for her, and that's just the beginning. You know? So, and she's calling for, you know, audits in all 50 states. They're taking a look at uh, uh, Oklahoma now too. Oh that's, yeah, yeah. And that and that's it. See, when you when you start doing that, that takes the party line out of it. This is this is an American thing, not not just a party line. Correct. And then that's what it's supposed to be. It's protecting our right to vote. It's yeah. making sure our elections are on the up and up. Correct. That's all this is. This is not, these audits are not 
party driven. These are driven by the, the, the people. People are demanding. They want answers. Well, it, it, I agree with a portion of that. It's, it, But it is driven by the party. It's who can pay off who. Who's going to get, you know, convince and brainwash other people? You know, I mean, again, there are people out here that were Democrats that are now going like, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. This, yeah. this, I thought this is the up and up, but now all this is coming out and it's because of the strength. You know, we talk about that, the strength of the democratic party, the strength of the democratic party is that they stand together. They do. Yeah. They stand together and they know how to manipulate and they never, ever lose out on, you know, a fraudulent thing that's happening right in front of our faces. And they, they run with this. They like, okay, now we can take advantage of this and we can go ahead and move over here where the, you know, we conservatives, there's a Republican party too. My bad. There is a Republican party and they're having to learn themselves that they got to start standing, but we, the people need to start to come together before either party gets power. We're and hold, and hold both of them accountable. Yes, absolutely, and that's what I agree with. I don't deny. Yeah, but you what? This America first, America exactly. first uh, agenda is it's growing. It's it's you know it's it's a movement. It is a major movement that it's it's um well it's grown by the day. The more evidence, the more stuff comes out. They can't hide this stuff anymore. No, they're trying. They're trying. And years ago, they could not now. They can hide all this stuff. They can't hide this stuff anymore. There's too many avenues to get the word out, to get the media out, uh, the information. This is when, when at the beginning, when you're talking about the war and the, and the battles, we're in a war. Yes. Don't don't kid you. This, we're in a, a a war for this this the, the, the status or the, the future of our country. Yes. It's an information war, and right what now, to do with it? Right now, it is. You're correct. Yeah. And I don't want to see it to go any further than that. Right now, no. I mean, it, mm. what that will do is is you're leading into a revolution. You're leading into a, you know, a whole fight amongst ourselves it's you know and and that's not what we need we need the people to open up their eyes and to come and see the big picture of the government we don't need big government that's what the democratic party is about they want big government they want 100 percent control they want to tell you how when and where to do anything in your life yeah and that's just the way they want it just like a socialist you know, regime. Well, they want people dependent on them. They want they want people dependent, yeah. and they, you know, they, they they make it sound like we're doing good for the people, but behind the scenes, they're they're that's just a cover. It, you know, they think they could just give us a couple hundred dollars or something here and there, you know, and we're all happy. Oh, we get free money from the government. It ain't free. It's our tax money. The worst of it is, though, is the ones that are the ta- the workers that are out there doing the tax and paying the taxes are the ones that are paying that. And the yeah. ones that ain't doing nothing that are sitting on their lazy, you know, what <laughs> are collecting and they're saying, but, you know, it's it's exactly right. They are giving free money, peasing everybody. But what are they going to do when the money runs out, which has already run out? Mm-hmm. They're creating and creating and creating. So what's going to happen when the inf- you know the whole infrastructure side that when we start to go upside we're, we're already upside down. See, you know it's hard to go anywhere the deeper and deeper and deeper this is going. Yeah. We 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 are bottomed out people. The system is going to what's the, the the central bank system and what is it run it, that's what everything is run off this fiat currency. And I don't know a lot about this, but I mean, it, it, I've heard enough where it only, they're on their last leg. 
Yeah. The, anytime you talk, you hear about inflation, all that's doing is devaluating the the, the, the value of your dollar. So right. it costs more of your. It takes more of your um, your Benjamins to, to to get the same amount. Correct. You know, it's it dollar doesn't go very far anymore. Look back in the uh, before in when we had the gold standard, when this was gold, and you know, well we we could go to um, oh get a you know get a what a drink for like a nickel or something, you know, or you could get uh, a loaf of bread for you know. 50 cents or, you know, what it was just, it, but it, and you only needed one um, member of the household to, to work and to, to make ends meet. And then pretty soon they, 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 they as time went on, they, uh, it took two people, which I'm all for uh, people, you know, both working. That's, that's wonderful. Sure. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that equal, I mean, that, that's I don't no no issue with that. That's um, but when it requires those same people to work two or three jobs, it keeps going like that, and just to, just to get ahead. And then when they they can't get ahead, oh they they bring in oh here have a credit card, mm-hmm. so you can get more debt. Mm-hmm. Then they bury yourself. Thinking, mm-hmm. well, you can just pay off over time. Well, you're paying the interest on this. Yeah. And you, 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 so you're you're digging your own hole, and that's what our government is doing right now. Digging, digging, digging. And eventually, somebody's got to pay for that. And, and it you know what? It's going it to be our kids and our grandkids. It ain't the rich, like Biden says it is. It's the middle class that pays for it all. We always pay for it. And, and they can lie and lie and lie. Trump said that this is what would happen if he got in. This is exactly what happened, what's going to happen if we allowed the Democrats to get power. And here you go. And it ain't hit everybody yet. No. But that pocketbook is going to get hit. And people are going to be like, oh. Yeah. And I, I saw a, a, a meme, and it was kind of funny. Says, uh, yeah, I could go for a dollar forty nine gas and a mean tweet right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are out everywhere. Exactly, <laughs> and and it's true. It is so true. If you just go back to the end of last year, even through the pandemic, even through the pandemic. In the beginning of 2020, it wasn't this bad. And it's just getting worse and worse. And now the pandemic is becoming the main word of the Democratic Party again. The mask up. COVID, COVID, COVID. Oh, the Delta. The Delta, yeah. I mean, we got the Delta variant. Now we're going to have the, you know, let's, let's take the military, you know, alphabet. You know, that's what they're going to use. Mm-hmm. The alpha variant, the beta variant, you know, Bravo variant, Charlie, Foxtrot. I mean, let's just, we go on and on with all the letters. And Biden wouldn't have a clue what we're talking about. Yeah. And, he, and then he was talking about the non-vax and, yeah. and Facebook. Yeah. And all it's our fault. Oh, yeah, it's our fault here. Take a listen to this. This is make your head spin. The only ones that are killing people are the unvaccinated. Really? Yeah. So is that why? Um, the vaccine has killed over 7,000 people just <laughs> since December. And there's been hundreds of thousands of adverse effects from the, from oh, the vaccines. They don't, but they only tell you about 1% of it. The VIRS, oh, yeah. This is coming from the VIRS 
um, well, you know, the CDC website with the, their VIRS reporting. Well, the Democrats and in the in the the media are not going to give you any factual, truthful of anything that's going to hinder this administration of it, of any kind. I mean, they're they are liars. Mm-hmm. The media, the CN, the Commie News Network, CNN, NBC, uh, CBS. I mean, I'll call it out. I don't care. I mean, I'm really over the lies. Yeah. The the unspoken truth. I mean, if you're going to be the media, you're going to talk and you're going to bring out news. I thought it was about bringing out the facts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what it is anymore. It's it, about who's getting paid under the table. And the narrative. The narrative. How they can spin the narrative to fit the story, to fit their... Or they don't even report it. They don't even cover it. Yeah. I mean, it's easier that way. Ask, ask Jen circle back around Pisaki. I mean, she ain't got a clue. Well... You know about the censorship that they're doing to suppress this information, and Personally. now you got you got Trump that's taking on big tech. You know with, mm-hmm. with a class action lawsuit, and there's yeah. thousands of people that have signed on for this. This isn't just Trump. There's a thousands of people that have been deplatformed. These have been people that have been affected. This is you know going to have uh, huge ramifications. Now it's been proven that the government has been colluding with big tech mm-hmm. to censor people. Mm-hmm. That goes against Section 230. And Jen yeah. Psaki even admitted that. Yes, by mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that really she, never, that she was her. trying to circle back around. It didn't work. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, she had one too many circles there. Um, yeah, she, she's in a tilt world. She's just spinning like crazy right now. Yeah. Just, ah. Yeah. But now, getting back, I want to play that one last uh, uh, video of, um, you know, about the vaccine. Sure. Okay. All right. It has lost all respect. You know, Fauci has lost all respect. You know, I, I know we don't have enough time on this show, but I've mentioned it before on War Room. And Dr. Fauci was so in bed with this gain-of-function research, again, not making judgment whether gain-of-function research is necessary or not, but he has lied to the American public. He funded it after the moratorium, it, of the Obama administration put a, a moratorium on the of function. So he has no credibility to me because not only did he fund it through Echo Health, the NIH itself helped fund and continue to fund mm-hmm. that research and continue. The federal government has patents with Moderna and other vaccine companies. So he's lost all credibility. I don't get it intellectually. I don't get why anyone would push this vaccine. When he says lost, when he says when he says lost all credibility, he may have lost all credibility to you and the war room audience. But every night I see him on CNN, MSNBC. He's funded by the New York Times. He's going to get all kind of awards. Uh, he'll be put up for all kind of awards. So you say he's lost credibility. Who's he lost credibility with? Well, I think the the main mainstream American family has seen him. Not, not just change positions. I never mind that. As we learn things, we may change positions on things, whether to wear a mask, not wear a mask. That didn't bother me at all, even though he got criticized on that. It is the non-transparency about facts. Everybody likes to use that phrase. Follow the science. The science knows that we're going to survive COVID-19 if we get it. The majority of us are going to get it. In this mRNA vaccine is experimental. We are the petri dish for this. This is under emergency use authorization. We won't know for years what kind of effect this has. Okay, okay. (laughs) Hang on a second. See, the problem with what she just said right there, and it's not a problem, but she says we won't find out for years. 
but it's already taking place in months. Yes. And do I can I'll, I'll, I'm going to say something and people are going to look at me and they say, there you go. I'm not saying factual or guaranteed of anything. But when I look at this and I see by what she just said, that what occurred when Trump brought the vaccine out and all of a sudden this administration stopped, brought it to a halt, saying that Trump did not do his job. They cut off all the vaccine stuff and all of a sudden, poof, it appeared. Did they stop it? add something into it to cause issues to cause the rate of birth to cause elimination of population because that's what this administration really talks about and it's actually been voicefully spoken about by populations too high we need to reduce population oh yeah bill gates said that yeah. mm-hmm. exactly so is that what happened where the vaccines disappeared for a while? We, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just throwing out a scenario by what's occurring. Just asking the question. Exactly. Now, um, now, hmm. here, in fact, here, I'm going to, I'm going to play. Um, here's a, I don't know if it's a video. I think it's a, yeah, it's a video where Jen Psaki basically makes the case. Um, I think it's a video. Well, maybe it's not. Okay. Never mind. But, um, it was just an article here. But the analysis that, you know, she just made the case for Trump in a lawsuit. Sure. Sure. You know, it's, um, you know, it's been a couple weeks yep. since we've done the show. Um, we've, uh, we've had our, our country's birthday. Yes, we did. And, um, and it's, we got to remember that. Um, if we want a free country, we got to see, you know, speak up for it. Yes, we do. It's time to stand. It's time to make our voices heard. Contact your um, your your legislatures. Exactly. Flood those flood those phone lines. Yeah. You know, email them. Do what you can. Get involved in your school um, school boards, your city councils. Take control, getting you know in these um, these delegate seats. Um, get involved with that. Yeah, become a voice. America first. Let's take this. We'll take this back. Yeah, it's like why we named our show. It's American Pulse. Let's bring the American Pulse back. Let's get it beaten hard. Let's get it out there. Let's let's let it be heard. That's right. That's right. And that's and that's what we're about. That's what. Jay, you and I uh, have a heart for is America. We love our country. Yes. And uh, we don't want it. We don't, we're not here to give in and give up. We are here for the fight in the long haul. And they can censor us all they want. And they're going to, and we're going to keep fighting. Well, you know, I look at it like this. I look at the Cuba and I watch those young men and women over there fighting. There ain't no reason that we, the people, can't make that stand and show them that we really are that country that they're flying our flag over there. Yeah, yeah. That should say a whole lot for the embarrassment that's happening in this country with the kneeling, turning their back in the Olympics. And yeah. I, that's another that's another day we're going to yeah. get there because that's coming yeah. up and we will be seeing that. I think, what is it, the next couple weeks? Yeah. So uh, I guess with that said, Jay, I mean, we're 
we'll close this one out and be ready for another one later. Uh, we do want to say that we want, I, I'll always say it. God bless all of you out there. God bless this great nation, the United States of America. God bless our first responders, our military troops, and those out there that are fighting for the good fight. May God be with us all through the rest of our days here on this earth. And be and help one another. Yes. And in the end, God wins. Always does. The truth always overcomes. Yep. Because so. we don't want the unspoken truth. We, we want, want the truth. truth. All right. Everybody be safe. God bless you all. Jay, take care of yourself, my brother. You too. All right.